Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Rainless Goo. FM 104. Oh yeah, a bit of Rainless Goo. Cormac and Sish here on FM 104. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit later on uh, about... What, what, something weird happened to me last night with regards to dreams. I don't know if you've ever dreamt about the stuff you've fallen asleep watching to or listening to, but we're talking about that and what some of the most common dreams that you have, like your teeth falling out or falling. What do those mean according to crazy psychologists who, who look into that sort of stuff? Now, though... Don't with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. Okay, there's a few trigger warning. There's a few grim weird, stories weird in here stories. this evening. Yeah, there's a yeah. Few, few grim ones in here. We'll start off with the grimmest one, and we might as well get that out of the way early. So, obviously, we're all on lockdown, and obviously a hell of a lot of people have been affected by job losses and job wage cuts, and, and everything's just been shut down. You know, retail sector, apart from food, is gone. Uh, entertainment is pretty much uh, gone, and a ton of things have been... A ton of things have been negatively affected, as you know, right? We, we all know yeah. that, as you know, right? But um, another business that's been affected are zoos. Oh, no. Well, yeah. In what way? We, we, no one can go to the zoo, so the zoos have no money. So there is a struggling zoo in Germany, which, because of whatever way it is set up, it's not supported by any government funding over there. So they've no money. They're running out of money fast. So what are they doing? I don't know, but I hope they're feeding the animals. They are feeding the animals with what? Rats. Other animals. But are they rats? They're other animals in the zoo. No. Yes. What do you mean? They are going to feed the animals to each other to keep some of them alive. No, that's mean. Oh, no, I hate this. Come on, surely Dublin Zoo and other zoos can get on board and help them out. Uh, maybe they can, right? But uh, a lot of the business, it doesn't get any government funding as is, right? So because it's a business, whatever way it's not, I don't think it's, it registers at a sanctuary or whatever. Um, and they have no money to buy any food. So they're like, what are we going to do? And they said, rather than let all of the animals starve to death slowly, they're going to have to euthanize, which is a lovely word, isn't it? Euthanize. No, mm. this makes me so sad. Can they not just either um, give them to other zoos nearby for them to look after the animals mm. or um, close the zoo down completely and leave the animals into the wild? Well, well things like penguins, they can't let the penguins go into the wild because they, they're in completely different climates. So obviously well, some of them... Some of them that can let them go into the wild and then ones that obviously can't give to other zoos. Yeah, so listen... Don't euthanise them. <laughs> so if you're going for a stroll in a Phoenix Park tomorrow and you see a tiger and a lion flying about the place, you're like, listen, we ran out of money, so back into the wild, there you go. 
Um, no, so they can't. They've, they're apparently like things like penguins, particularly as well. They and seals. They apparently require a huge amount of fish per day to keep them alive, and they can't go. Um, they, the, like the business can't really shut down and go into and lay off a load of its staff and, and lay out. They can't lay off the animals. The animals still need to be fed, but they can't get them as much food as possible. They've no money to buy any more food. So what they've done is, uh, this is a, a quote from one of the zookeepers, the director of this zoo over in Germany. They've listed the animals that they'll have to slaughter first. And what no. they're going to do is feed them back to the owner animals to keep some of them alive. That is the most heartbreaking thing ever and he needs to be stopped. But what, what, what's the alternative? Just let them all starve to death. No, don't starve to death. There's other zoos that will take them. But I mean, you, they have to that, be that's, able to... That's like non-essential travel, I imagine. They can't get to it. And the other, oh, no, zoos, think... the other zoos probably wouldn't be able to afford taking on other animals because they are probably caring skint for, at the moment. Caring for animals is still essential. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. No, this is horrific. What what is the list of animals that they're going to save? Um, they don't they don't have the list. They just say that they have they have the priorities themselves. No. Yeah, but I'm, they've, I'm they've very maintenance they've, they've maintenance costs and feeding costs, and the business has got zero money coming in. So their plan is they said this is what they said right. They said if it comes to it, I'll have to euthanize the animals rather than letting them starve, because they said it would be a horrible thing to let them starve. So you know they euthanize animals all the time. So in, in this horrible, horrible world that we're in right now, they're going to feed, like, penguins to the lions and stuff. No. Yeah? This is so cruel and it needs to be stopped. It, Honestly. If, if anything, isn't that, like, more lifelike anyway? No. Like, you know, isn't that more like the wild anyway? Wouldn't that zoo then technically becoming more like a natural habitat for the animals? Those poor animals are cooped up anyway in a zoo. That's what I mean. Maybe they should just open up all Their the cages and whoever survives... They can no, still be in the zoo when the I'm pandemic's not okay over. With that. No, I'm not but that's okay that's what happens in the wild anyway. There's no Tesco for animals in the wild where the lions go up a little trolley. Come, yeah, pick oh, up some deer meat there now. Subject to me. No, I can't even talk about it. We have to move on. Honestly, I find this too upsetting to talk about. All right, so there you go. The, the news the the zoo is in Neumünster. Neumünster Zoo. I'm probably butchering that. Apologies if you're German and listening, but Neumünster Zoo. And that was a story that we told. they told to the BBC. In slightly happier news, a, uh, a pensioner over in North France was given a surprise present. He was a 64-year-old uh, Frenchman. He was given a surprise present at a, a military airbase in the northwest of France where he was told on his birthday, like by his friends and family, that they'd organised for him to have a trip in a fighter jet. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's nice. And you've obviously seen people who do these things. It's what looks like a terrifying, terrifying ordeal. They're, they're doing like loops and they're doing really sharp turns and going really, really fast. So he was in obviously the back seat. He was taken up for a bit of a, a bit of a ride and he was so terrified. You know what you do when you're terrified in situations like that? You just grab the nearest thing to you and you're just frozen. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. What did he do? He grabbed the ejector seat lever. Yeah, he was so terrified. And because it was it was a surprise in the last minute, the Ministry of Defence signed off on this as a surprise present. And they do these trips anyway, you can pay for them. But he wasn't really given too much of a safety briefing. He was thrown in. I was absolutely terrified. And we just obviously found this lever under a seat and thought it was like a handle in a roller coaster and just yanked on that. And two and a half thousand feet up, was ejected out of the plane. Oh my God. Isn't that terrifying? 
Yes. Now, what usually happens in those situations as well is if one person pulls the ejector seat, apparently both pilots usually get ejected out of the airplane itself. The airplane costs £70 million pounds or about you know, €80 million. Uh, euro. So a hugely expensive fighter jet. For some reason, the main pilot didn't get ejected and he was able to land the plane safely and not cause too much damage. But <laughs> the other guy, uh, he, he got shot out of the plane. The wind was going so fast and so was he that his helmet was blown off his head, his parachute ejected, and he landed safely with minor injuries. But No way. I was too afraid to ask what happened. He landed in that zoo in France or in Germany and they just fed him to the line. They're like, here Stop you go. It. Here you go. Have I'm some glad dinner. he survived. Yeah, yeah, he survived, yeah. So yeah. um I yes, don't think he'll do that again. Definitely not. Definitely not. So they obviously have to uh reevaluate who gets to go on trips and not have any more surprise uh, jet jet things or jet trips that are given away to people, but oh Oh, you'd be terrified. Uh, I suppose, thankfully, he didn't destroy the uh, very, very expensive plane. Uh, Another story, we're going over to Russia now this evening, where after 26 years, surgeons have, after being, uh, are after successfully removing a knife that was embedded in a man's head. I just don't understand these stories. Yeah. How can a knife be embedded in someone's head and they still be conscious? Uh, the gentleman's 76 years of age and uh, years ago, 26 years ago, was involved in a, in a robbing and a, and a mugging and a knife wound up getting stabbed in his head. He survived, but they didn't want to remove the knife because they thought it would cause too much damage and trauma removing it and it might kill him. So they left it, in, in, they left it inside him for, for years. And then they recently he started suffering from really bad headaches, obviously, because he's a knife in his head. Um, and then they were able to finally, whatever new technology and procedures were able to do, they finally removed the knife from his head at 76 years of age. I wonder if that was so painful or did you get used to the pain? Uh, yeah, does it become a numbing pain after a while that you just kind of ignore, becomes your new normal? I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say so. You can kind of, can't really ignore headaches, can you? And they must have been severe headaches. Mm, yeah. God, that's madness. Yeah, imagine having a knife in your head for 26 years. One, he didn't die, fair play, uh, and then they took it out afterwards, so he was sorted. This next story is terrifying as well. A woman, um, <laughs> she went to hospital and uh, she'd been treated by doctors, fell asleep, and for some reason, the nurses and the doctors presumed she was dead. So they put her in a body bag. Now, I think she was sedated <gasps> for whatever uh, procedure she was in. They put her in a body bag and zipped her up. Now, on top of that, she was being prepared for a religious service with her family because the doctors and the nurses told her husband and her extended family that the 50-year-old woman was dead. Um, and her, so her whole family were grieving, were preparing this. But then staff at a funeral parlour next to the hospital found her moving inside the body bag when she was being unloaded. Oh, my God. I mean, imagine grieving someone and then finding out actually they're grand. Imagine she was minted and you thought, finally, get me some inheritance. And then you're like, oh, no. Oh, or yeah, you're alive. Yeah, you're, you're, you're alive. <clears throat> and like, oh, yeah, we, were, we had everything organized already. Like, you know. Yeah, can you just go along with the funeral anyway? The sandwiches are made. The soup's here. Listen, <laughs> we, we, it'll be a bit of crack. Come on. Oh, my God. That's, that's my worst nightmare. Terrifying, isn't it? You know, you've heard of that, them kind of stories about people being buried alive. Yep. And you think that has to be from a film. I think, is that the term where, where dead ringer comes from? Because a load of people were being buried alive. So what they used to do was uh, attach a piece of string to your toe, which would be linked to a bell outside, your, outside the, the grave. And if you wound up waking up a little while later, they'd hear the, the thing ringing and they'd oh dig you up and go, oh, sorry about that. Jeez, Dave, no, I was convinced you were dead there for a while, but you look, fair play to you. But yeah, oh God. possibly the most terrifying thing that can ever happen to you. Being Definitely. buried alive, yeah. I think you'd probably just die out of fright. 
You would, wouldn't you? You'd just be like, yeah. ah, here now. Mm. What oh is going God, on? I wonder if she'll so get any money out of that now. Will she be able to be able to sue? But is it that she went in? See, that's the scary thing now. That's You know when you're put to sleep mm. for an operation? Yeah. And obviously they have to wake you up and they're giving you the right amount so that you do wake up and yep. all the rest of it. But, I mean, maybe they gave her a little bit too much and she went into kind of... I know, like a deeper a sleep. Deep, yeah. And we couldn't get a pulse, but there was a, a very light pulse there or whatever. Like, Jesus. Yeah. For anyone going in for an operation, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry in advance. Best of luck with that. Uh, and then I, I saw these two uh, stupid stories that we had to finish with. Obviously, during the pandemic, uh, people are still giving birth to certain um, to certain species, to humans, of course. <laughs> birth to certain things. I've seen uh, two families calling their newborn children the stupidest names in the world. Corona. No, worse than that. Um, one family, these are both in the United States, by the way, they're, they're newborn has been called sanitizer. No. Imagine oh, calling no, your please. child sanitizer. The other one, you kind of get away with it. Uh, they called it COVID Bryant. COVID Bryant. Yeah, COVID Bryant. I mean, COVID is it's kind of, it has all the right uh, letters and vowels in place to be your kind of name. It is like Kobe or COVID. You know, it's kind of sounds more like a name. Hey, COVID, you'd say that before you'd say sanitizer. But it, it gives you freak. that eerie feeling. It's not a nice, rem- uh, it's not... A nice thing to remember. Yeah, it's like it's, it's certain names like peaches. People like peaches and cream and stuff like that. That's a positive association. COVID, though. Yeah, COVID isn't. Like, would you call your child SARS or measles? Imagine calling your child measles. People might Measles more. Come here now. Come here now. Oh my now. God, measles more is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met measles? Ooh, measles no. more. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really weird. I think it's really unfair on the child. It is a little bit. Like that kid's getting bullied straight away. Are they trying to do the whole kind of you know, we conceived you during this, so, you know, that's going to be your name now. Yeah. You know, like, what did Victoria Beckham and David Beckham, didn't they call their son Brooklyn because that's where he was conceived? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, so marking the occasion. But yeah. there's certain occasions that you probably would mark, you know. Ah, oh, there's Famine O'Reilly now. How are you doing, Famine? <laughs> You're looking a bit worse for wear. Oh, God, he could be wor- called worse, though. What people get up to <laughs> and where they conceive kids. Phoenix Park Long, how are you? <laughs> McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> oh, how are you, Tesco Car Park? What's the story? Oh, dear how are you? God. Yeah, and even at that, I mean, poor Brooklyn Beckham. Surely he doesn't want to be called or reminded his name came Yeah, I know, name. yeah, yeah. It's kind of... Uh, it's a bit graphic, isn't it? Yeah, a bit odd. So listen, if you are expecting a child, very best to look, please do not call it COVID or sanitizer or coronavirus or whatever, or pandemic or locked in. Just... You know, there's better yeah. names out there, I think. Yeah, I mean, there is. I think think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. And then wash your hands. Job done. So, listen, that's it. Down with that sort of thing. Careful now. If you uh, spot any weird stories that we may have missed and, w- and want to give us a shout, let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp or tweet or whatever. Uh, on the way, we're going to be chatting about, one, um, what do your dreams mean to you? But also, an interesting story. Um, uh, a friend of mine may have become a victim of an online scam that's doing the rounds. A very clever online scam. We're going to chat about that now in a few moments. Mm. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Uh, a few of your texts coming in. Uh, we were chatting there about uh, a few people over in the United States who have had newborn babies have decided to call their children after the coronavirus pandemic. One was called uh, COVID Bryant and the other has been called Sanitizer. I swear to God, this is actually true. It's depressing, but it is unfortunately true. <laughs> Got a good... Uh, thankfully, it's not here, though. Th- yeah, thankfully, it's not here. Jacinta, good evening. How are you? Um, she says, the poor 
child. The mum or dad could call him uh, Sanon for short. <laughs> you know, you put a fod on one of the on the A's and it becomes like an Irish word, Sanon. And people think he's Sanon and he's not Sanon and they Sanon. ask where it came from. Sanon, sanitizer. Sanon, no. Sanon, will you get your brother Ronan? Ronan and Sanon <laughs> coming down the road here now. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Sanon, yeah. Sanon. No, it's awful. <laughs> Why are you call Sanon? <coughs> Sorry, what was that, Sanon? Uh, yeah, it's just hand, <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> hand sanitizer. That is cruelty to children. You can't do that. <laughs> there's there's Sanon and Dettol and Jif. Uh, <laughs> How are you, Jif? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, no. Stay clear. <laughs> Few people coming back. Suzanne, what's the story? How are you? Few people coming back in relation to the German zoo is going to start uh, euthanizing its animals and feeding the dead animals to the other animals to keep some of them alive because they've no more money. Very sad story. It's very true. It's unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> Susanna said, feed that goddamn bee, Carol Baskin, to the animals. Just a yes. thought. Wow. So your team, uh, she is definitely team uh, Joe Exotic and not Carol Baskin. Oh, I just want to play this song anyway. Allegedly, by the way, she. It wouldn't uh, keep the animals alive for long. Let's be fair. Um. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Pro- probably wouldn't. Uh, and then, <laughs> loads of people are in saying Mary has also said as well. Carol Baskin. No, no. She said Carol Baskin might rescue them. Yeah, maybe Carol Baskin might take some of them. But how do you get the animals from Germany when they've no money for flights over to Carol Baskin? Although Carol Baskin is absolutely minted. Yeah, she's well able to afford it. Don't kill the she animals. She could take over the zoo. Yeah, she might. Maybe she could buy it actually and fund it. Don't kill the animals, please. They can have me. I'm. I'm not killing them. I'm not killing them, Kathy. Um, but if you want to go and be their food, happy days. Um, so listen, yeah, thanks for that. Oh, also, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we go anywhere, uh, Will has sent us in a, a terrifying story. We were chatting there about a woman in Paraguay. She uh, went to hospital. She was sedated. Some reason, and maybe there's a little mix-up in her chart. They thought she was dead, right? Thought she was dead. And um, she was put in a body bag and was sent down to a funeral home. And her whole family was told that, unfortunately, she had passed away. And then when she was being, you know, taken out in the funeral home, the, the bag was moving. Turns out, oh, God, she's not dead. Uh, <laughs> Will have sent this in. New York, an exhausted funeral home employee was cremated by mistake while taking a nap. What? Is that true? That can't be true. God. That can't be true. Oh my God, you'll never sleep again. Well, let me me read the start of this hour. He just sent this in. According to the police, a 48-year-old Michael Jones decided to take a nap on a stretcher after working for 16 hours straight, oh, due to the, the inf- obviously he said the recent influx over in uh, New York with the, the COVID-19 happening over there. And that while he was sleeping, another employee mistook him for the corpse of a 52-year-old person and moved him to the crematory. No. Oh, that is grim. No, that One, can't be true. Feel incredibly bad. You know those bad. people, though, that go into deep sleeps? Yep. Yeah, and can't but be woken. I, I'm a re- yeah, I'm a really light sleeper. I'd wake up for, you know, if anyone sneezed. That is grim. God. I feel obviously very bad for the gentleman who was cremated to death um, that's, and his family are devastated. But imagine the employee just thought he was doing a job because th- that other employee was probably exhausted as well, was probably working 16, 18 hours, wasn't thinking straight, was just trying to get through his, his shift yeah. and his job. We've all been there. Imagine the next day, did you get everyone? Yeah, I had to do 12 bodies today. Got all 12. Grant, who's this? Oh, I thought that's... Did we, we only had 11. 11. And then you're like, oh, all there is is ashes. 
Like, how do you find out who you've, who you've just cremated? Yes. Oh, my God. And how do you explain that? Yeah. <laughs> like, we've all made mistakes really in work sorry. going, listen, I might have done something and you won't like it. How, oh, that's tough. How do you explain that? Oh, my that? God. That's horrific, Will. Well, good show. Huh. Bizarre. Right. Oh, bizarre. Jesus. Bizarre indeed, right. Um, oh, yeah, quick one for you. If you would like to win uh, 1,001 euro, by the way, uh, and if you'd like to tell us what music you want to hear more of and what music you want to hear less of here on FM 104, if you'd like to shape the sound of the entire station, head on over to fm 104e forward slash survey and you can um, take a quick survey, take about five or ten minutes, something to pass the time with anyway while we're all in lockdown and you could be going home with 1,001 euro. So just for letting us know what you like and what you don't like, giving your opinion on the station letting us know what you would like us to do more of and less of head on over fm104.ie 1001 euro could be yours you'll be put into a draw once you complete that survey uh, happy and then there you go it could be a 1001 euro richer still to come we'll be talking about the uh, the country's most likely to eat the most chocolates but what I want to talk about next is um, have you ever had any recurring now, you've never had any recurring weird dreams have you Saoirse? Uh, the odd time the odd time I will have a dream and it does usually involve either someone I've spoken about that day or something I've seen and I'll incorporate a person from say a TV show into the dream but oh, okay, I yeah. don't dream that much that I remember so it rarely happens yeah I had a weird experience earlier on Nobby was in my dream earlier on by the way oh that's uh, weird I hope in a in a no- normal way <laughs> well is Nobby ever normal it's such a ooh, handsome man you weren't having some like fantasy about him were you I was like oh Nobby Woo! No, I wasn't. I'll tell you exactly what it was. Uh, it was a very stressful dream earlier on, by the way. So uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you about that. But listen, if you want myself and Saoirse to analyse your dreams for you here, we're completely unqualified. We have no expertise at all. But let us know if you've ever had any weird dreams, recurring dreams, or just, just odd ones you've had in the last couple of days. Send them in to us. And we- How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, 
and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We will do our best to analyze them, but we'll be talking about that next here in F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Oh, sorry, just need what to give that a, another mention, by the way. Uh, Rainless Goo is Sirsha's alter ego. Yes. Uh, Rainless Goo is an anagram of Sirsha Long. And uh, what we've been uh, doing is we're trying to piece together uh, her first hit called The Goo is Sticky. And we've got the beat, but we just want you to send us in an audio voice note voice note of you saying rainless goo you can say it in the way that uh, Tara did one for us a little bit earlier on so Tara sent in Tara sent in this beauty so this is her you know gangster rap rainless goo rainless goo yeah amazing and if you listen closely to the start can, of the can song I just, go on can I just start by saying why is it that we feel the need to put on a boy's voice when we're saying rainless goo um, like no one is saying rainless goo. Well, I don't, that's not really gangster. Though maybe it's just a, that can be a girl's voice. Just it's just deeper and gravelly. It's from you know living on the streets and stuff. Oh right, yeah, Clontarf. Yo yo yo, living on the streets. There you yeah. go. Rough, the rough streets, the mean streets of the Clontarf. <laughs> massive, yeah. Long Beach, Inglewood, Cl- Clontarf. Where uh, rainless goo. Yeah, <laughs> rainless goo woke up and, and earned her ways. And, <laughs> So, what a song! Uh, if you would like to be on the track yourself, if you'd like to feature on it, you just need to send us in uh, an audio WhatsApp note of "Rainless Goo." Um, we'll mix it down, we'll mix it together, and you will be part of this just epic. You epic can improvise track. as well. We're not asking you to just say "Rainless Goo." If you want to rhyme something together, yeah. we're not going to say no. If you're a lyrical poetic genius and you can do more than "Rainless Goo," well, then you're more than welcome to do whatever you want. Maybe add in your own type of. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. And it we will, really is good. We, we will get Saoirse to uh, do a bit of live rapping a little bit later on before we go on the show. Oh, wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't be the first time. So 0876797104. That is the, uh, that's the number you need to send them in and we'll hopefully release this and make zero money from it because no one is going to listen to it. But who knows? Stranger things have happened, right? Uh, have you ever had any weird recurring dreams? Um, and have you ever figured out what they mean? Or if you'd like myself and Sirius to analyze them, send them in to us. The reason I'm saying about this is, have you ever fallen asleep in front of the TV or listening to a podcast and dreamed about what you were watching or listening to? Um, No, never. Okay. But I will say what I know about dreams. Apparently, this is clearly not true. That if you dream about someone having a baby, then someone in your life is going to pass away. And if you dream about someone passing away, then someone in your life is going to have a baby. Well, not according to my dream facts here now and the oh, research really? that I have done. But this is why oh. dreams are such so up in the air that they're open yeah. to interpretation from anyone. The reason I was... Uh, I woke up very early this morning at about 8 o'clock and I was like, nah, I only got to bed at 4. So we're going back to bed. And I need, sometimes I need a lot of noise to go to sleep. Silence just doesn't do it for me. So I usually bang on a podcast or put something on YouTube in the background and there you go, fall asleep. But what happened to me today was I started dreaming about the podcast that I was listening to. Um, I was listening to a very good podcast, by the way. It's from a crowd called Wondery. 
So Wonder with a Y at the end of it. They've done an amazing podcast on Jeffrey Epstein and they have another uh, they have another couple of podcasts. They have a, a, a Tiger King podcast series as well. So if you're a fan of the Tiger King and you want even more, they have a great Tiger King podcast on Wondery as well. But they also have one called Business Wars, which I was just listening to, right? And do you remember years ago, Volkswagen got themselves in a bit of a, an emissions scandal. They were lying about how clean their diesel cars were over in the United States and over the world, by the way. Mm, vaguely, yeah. So huge, huge scandal that, that happened. And this story was following the emissions scandal of Volkswagen and the guys who were responsible and who were getting fired. And I just let that play, right? And then I had the strangest dream ever because I was half asleep, half awake, but dreaming nonetheless. And I was dreaming that we did something on air that was taking the piss out of Volkswagen, right? And then I got a call, yeah. Then I got a call off Nobby and he's ringing me going, did you say this on air about them? And I was like, but but, but what's the problem? And then he was like, yeah, well, and he was like, they're clients, blah, blah, blah. And he was on the phone for ages saying like, you're fired basically. He was like, they're really unhappy and the only thing we can do to keep them as a client is to fire you. And this was going on for ages. And then the station went off air in my dream and I was trying to get back into the studio um, to try and turn it back on. Oh, just mad stuff, right? And it turns out that everything I was hearing in my head or a lot of what I was hearing in my head was from, was from the podcast that I was listening to. And I was hearing the narrator and, and it, he was influencing my dreams. And I was just so... When I woke up, I was all over the shop and didn't know what was going on. So, oh, that's um, stressful. Oh, very like stressful. It wasn't a good dream at all, you know? I have had a nightmare that I've gone off air before when I was doing Saturday nights. Actually, I think it was overnights, actually, yeah. On FM 104, that I was going to faint during the show and no one would be there, yeah. and then I'd go off air. That mm. was my that was my dream, and yeah. then I couldn't. Obviously, you know, when it goes off air, it's terrifying because it's just silence. Mm. And yeah, I, I was trying to turn the desk back on, and I found myself on the ground, gra- like scraping the ground of my bedroom floor. Oh yeah, remember you I saying that? Was acting it out. Oh, that's which terrifying. Is terrifying. Yeah, that's. that's yeah. I've never. I've thankfully never. I used to sleepwalk as a kid. Um, but I thankfully never have acted out um, my dreams as an adult, if you know what I mean. I've just kind of yeah. had crazy ones. So uh, if you want myself an unqualified, we're both unqualified, uh, to analyze your dreams, so you send them in. It was no problem at all. We'll try and figure out what weird stuff is going on in your head, right? So I I have, want to, uh, Yeah, I'm going to analyze your life yeah, by what you dream of. Via your dreams. We'll get all Freudian up in here. No, so um, there's nine apparently common dreams, right? These are nine common dreams and, and what they supposedly mean. Again, caveat, this is all BS, but it's interesting to see what things are, are anyway. Do you ever dream about falling? I was just going to say, that is one thing that happens to me all the time, but it's not a dream. I, I wouldn't have dreamt of, you know, climbing up the top of a mountain and falling off. It's just, I will wake up mid, you know, that drop. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and then I'd be like Jesus, and I'd wake up, but I wouldn't remember having a dream about falling off the edge or anything. So, but that happens to me regularly. Like I would say once a month. Oh really? Yeah. So um, what here's, does it mean? here's what it means. According to popular dream interpretations, and one study has looked into this: falling dreams are a sign that something in your life, Saoirse, isn't going well. And it might oh, yeah, absolutely a lot of things. <laughs> it might, <laughs> might it might suggest that you need to rethink a choice. Or consider a new direction in some area of your life. Wow. Yeah, that would happen to me at least once a month, I'd say. Really? Yeah, that would be the most common thing that I could talk about when it comes to sleep and dreams, is that falling off a cliff feeling. Okay, have you ever dreamt about being naked in public? No, never. What? You don't dream! Never dreamt oh, about being naked in I have, public. I have had a couple of uh, vivid dreams that I had years ago of being naked in public. 
and the stress that that causes is insane. <laughs> the only times I ever fear being naked in public is when I've gone for a few fizzy drinks on a night out and I wake up with a fear the next day. So not a dream, just your actual real life. Where you're like, did yeah. I keep all my clothes on last night? Ooh. Did I strip? Who I knows? <laughs> so I don't know. I've done it. You've never had a dream about being naked in public. God, never. They're never. horrible. They're so so horrible, right? So apparently, so one of the um, according to a book, Dream Dictionary for Dummies, suggests that dreaming of public nudity might indicate that you feel like a phony or that you are afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be fearing that at all. I'd walk around naked if, if we didn't have to wear clothes. If we didn't have to get arrested, I wouldn't care. You'd just be, happy days, no problem. Yeah, there's no, I, I have no, no worries about do, doing that. So it wouldn't be a fear of mine. I wouldn't be hiding it. You know, if I was in a changing room in the gym, mm. I'd just, I just strip off. I don't care who sees me. So, yeah, that's interesting. Well, so well, never, well, but like, you wouldn't be naked in the shopping centre. Like, you wouldn't be okay Obviously with that. not. No, but I wouldn't fear it. Never come into my head. Oh, weird. Yeah. I can't, I can't be the only one who's dreamt about having a, being naked in public and being all like, ooh, good. Uh, a dream that I've never really had, actually, I don't think so, and I can't remember, is uh, a dream about being chased. Have you ever dreamt about being chased by someone? I have dreamt about being chased, and it usually, do you know what's really interesting? It usually happened around the time I would be breaking up with someone and feeling claustrophobic, uh, that I'm trying to yeah. run and I'm, I can't move that they're catching up and I can't run fast enough. That's happened to me a few times. Oh, oh, well, this is funny. Yeah. This is really <laughs> happened funny. happened a couple of times. Right. Here's it. If your pursuer in the dream is a mysterious unknown figure, it might represent a childhood experience or past trauma. If you are being chased by someone of the opposite sex, Crisp suggests that it means, or the gentleman who wrote this article, suggests that it means you are afraid of love or haunted by a past relationship. Yes. Ooh. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh my God, this is true. Now, this one, these are some of the most, if it, the naked, being naked in public dreams are bad, this one is right up there. Have you dreamt about losing your teeth? No. Oh, what kind of freak what? are you? You've never had the, my teeth? You've never had the dream of your teeth falling out of your mouth? No. Oh, come on. Why would I dream about that? No one wants to dream about it, but it happens. Have you never dreamt about that? No, never. Oh, oh, they're so weird because in your dream you can feel them falling out of your mouth. I remember having this dream where they just kept falling out and you could pull them out and I was like, oh my God. And you could like, feel it so vividly. Yeah, you've never had the teeth falling out of your... I never I can't heard believe, of that before. I can't, oh, I can't believe you've never had this. This is, again, no. crazy terrifying dream to have because it's... It feels so real as well. So apparently, it is yeah. saying it, it indicates that you are concerned about your ability to communicate, or you are concerned that you have said something embarrassing. Uh, really, I don't know. Now, honestly, that. do you think I have a problem communicating? No, no. But either do you, though. That's what I thought. Maybe so, your feelings, Cormac. Maybe your feelings. I mean, maybe I'm just not opening up about my emotional state right now. Yeah. I mean, my teeth are falling out of my dreams. <laughs> So an, another explanation apparently is uh, the, the, the teeth, uh, they're, uh, the, the purpose of your teeth, right? It's their ability yeah. to bite, to cut, to tear and to grind. If your teeth fall out, you lose personal power and your ability to be assertive, decisive and self-protective. Oh, yeah, that's mm. true. See, I don't mind other people making decisions for me. Right. So maybe I don't care. I'm not assertive. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah. You know. Uh, one here, I've never had this dream, but maybe some people have. Uh, I've never dreamt about dying. Have you dreamt about dying? Um, 
Not that I remember. No, I don't think I have. So sometimes people will dream the death of a loved one or dream of dying themselves and apparently it reflects anxiety about a change or a fear of the unknown. Well, I have dreamt, actually, now that you say it, I have dreamt about uh, someone that's very close to me, a friend of mine, mm. about them passing away. Oh, God. And I remember being at their funeral and being devastated. And then I remember actually the next, this is weird, the next day, hoovering, and I started crying while I was hoovering, thinking of how sad that would be. <laughs> yeah, absolute mess. Crying with the hoover on your own with the cat. And that wasn't that long ago. That was probably about January, maybe. Oh, really? This yeah. year, like? This year. That's gas. Yeah. Um, have you ever dreamt about taking a test? No. No. Again, I've had I've I've had two of these dreams in one. I've dreamt about redoing my leaving cert naked. See, the leaving cert just meant absolutely nothing to me. Uh, so I've never feared that or dreamt of it. Now, I I have had nightmares about school in general because mm. I hated school. Right. So, yeah, bar having fun with my friends, for the most part, I absolutely despised it. So I've had fears about waking up thinking I'm late for school and I yeah. have to go to school, but not exams. Okay, so apparently the dream of failing an exam, of being late for one or being unprepared shows that you feel unprepared for the challenges of waking life. I have that all the time. Oh, my God. You, know, you can't find a pen, you need your school bag, you can't find stuff in your school bag, you're going to school, you're late, you're like, oh, no, my God. Um, so there's so much going on in your head compared to mine. <laughs> <laughs> so much more shit to unpack, really, in my head. <laughs> um, have you dreamt about anyone doing the dirt on you? No. Mm. Never. Okay. I have dreamt, though, I have dreamt of doing the dirt on someone, though. Oh, have you? Yes, I'm waking up feeling really guilty. And I remember waking up one time when I was going out with someone and I couldn't look them in the eye. And I was really standoffish the whole day. Because you dream cheated I, on them. Yeah, and I kept thinking, oh my God, that was a dream, wasn't it? That yeah. didn't actually happen. I started <laughs> convincing myself that, well, maybe I did do something in that club that <laughs> night. And then I was like, no, you didn't. But yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't look them in the eye. I felt so bad. Oh, no. So I've had that fear before, yeah. Here's what they say about this now, infidelity. If you or your partner cheated in your dream, one of you isn't getting what you want from that relationship right now. Well, that worked. Apparently. Because <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, well, there you go. It's all, it's all making sense now. Uh, the last two here, dreams about pregnancy and dreams about flying, okay? If you dream about flying, it's like that thing, I can't run in my dreams. I, I, I don't know if that's no, the same for you, right? I'm so the same. That, I don't yeah. know why it is, but anyway. But flying, I've done the odd time. If you dream about flying, flying... Um, so let me see. Showing the independent aspect of flying because it often involves positive feelings of pleasure. Flying may depict our sexuality, especially aspects of it expressing freedom from social norms and restraints. So that's weird. When if you dream about flying, it's something to do with your sexuality. Hmm. Or whatever that means. That's and, interesting. And then the last one here, just that if you dream about pregnancy, um, it suggests that these dreams indicate that the dreamer is developing some area of potential or deepening a relationship. It's not about getting pregnant. It's about maybe growing a new part of you. Never. Metaphorically, never metaphysically, I don't know. Hmm. They're interesting. Very interesting. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's actually the more you talk about them, the more I go, oh yeah, that did happen to me before, you know, the cheating one or the falling off the cliff one or being chased yep you know they are kind of ones that I do remember but it usually is it does happen sorry during a kind of stressful 
phase of my life. Oh yeah, I get you, I get you. You know? Uh, Otherwise, I don't... I don't dream too much. Uh, evening, Alana. What is the story, right? Um, I constantly have a dream where I'm either flying or falling down the Empire State Building. And it always oh, is. And I don't know why. Well, hang on. Let's go back to where. Yeah, well, you just said about flying. Is yeah. that her and falling, right? So flying... Uh, Alana, apparently flying is about, well, uh, showing the independent aspect of your flying. It involves positive feelings and expressing your sexuality. Um, they're apparently exciting, even liberating. Um, and then the falling one again. What was the falling one? Was James about falling? Um, it's a symbol of fear in real life, perhaps of failing at work or in your love life. Uh, failing, uh, falling often expresses a need to let yourself go more and enjoy life. Oh, yeah. I mean, these that are kind of, sense. I kind of think these are a little bit like uh, They're a star bit airy signs. Fairy, but yeah. They're like, you know, they're kind of, they're, they're, they don't say anything in particular. No. Or else anything they do say could, you know, a, apply to you or me and we're different star signs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, that's it. So any other weird dreams, let us know. 87 Um Someone was looking for Ash. Good evening. What was the uh, link for the survey? Uh, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fm104.ie forward slash survey. S-U-R-V-E-Y. Uh, if you do that, you'll be entered into the draw to uh, win yourself a 1,001 euro check. So we'll be giving away cash if you complete that survey. Cool. Uh, still to come on the show, we're going to be... Um, Talking about the top 10 countries who eat the most chocolate in the world. Apparently, we as a nation do. Definitely after this weekend, the last couple of weeks we do. But let us know who you think eats the most chocolate on the globe. 87 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. A couple more texts coming in about weird dreams. Uh, I had this weird dream that I was trapped in a giant lift. What does that mean? Also, can Ooh. you give... That uh, must be like the claustrophobic thing. Yeah, can you give a shout out to my friends Sarah, Alana, and Sirsha? Oh, look, another Sirsha in the world. Oh, uh, well, Hi, there, Saoirse, you Alana, there you go. There you go. What do you say, think that means? Right. So trapped in a lift means that you're feeling, um, you're you're probably feeling claustrophobic in the time that we're in at the moment. You know, you have to stay at home. Nowhere's open. You're feeling unsure of the future. Yeah, you can't really or, go out anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go out and you can't plan. And I'm one of these people that likes to plan at least a week in advance. So I don't like going day to day. So I think you could be possibly the same or else you're in a horrible relationship and you want to escape and you're in self-isolation and you don't want to break up with them over text. Mm. You know, because you can't meet them face to face at the moment. So you just don't know what to do. Maybe it also means that uh, you're afraid of... of you know, going to new heights and new levels in your own personal professional life. Or that too. Because yeah, you're trapped in a lift, you're, you're out of control. Who knows? But, yeah. but listen, there you go, that's a weird one. Um, you can let us know any other weird ones we have. We will terribly analyse them and give, give you no sort of closure or help that, <laughs> that you want. Um, but uh, the 10 countries who eat the most chocolate has apparently been revealed. Yes, it has. And this has excited me. So these came out today and... Uh, Went through them. Some of them were surprising. Some of them not so surprising. But we did make it into the top ten. Oh, did we? Nice. Well yeah. done, everyone. We're in the top I ten know. list of countries in the world that eats the most amount of chocolate. Yes, exactly. So uh, in tenth place, Slovakia purchases on average ten point seven pounds of chocolate per person per year. Okay. That's that's quite a lot. Ten pounds. It's nearly a stone of chocolate, isn't it? This is about yeah. fourteen pounds in a stone, and then ten pounds. Trying to work out like kilos. That's about. 
four kilos. Is it four kilos of chocolate each year? I definitely eat yeah. more than that, yeah. Yeah, you would eat more than that, but I mean, it's still like solid for, this is per person mm. in Slovakia, the okay. average. Like, that's a lot. Um, Kazakhstan is in ninth place. They purchase on average 10.9 pounds per person. And this is very interesting, surpassing bread and butter. Oh, wow, they eat more. <laughs> They eat more chocolate than they do bread and butter, which is mad. Chocolate sandwich there, lads, in Kazakhstan. Yeah, so you're eating more chocolate. Then in eight is Sweden with 11 pounds per person. Okay. You got Estonia, 12 pounds per person. Norway in at sixth place with 13 pounds per person. The UK is in fifth place, 14.6 pounds per year. And Ireland makes it into the fourth spot. Boom, bet the Brits. Job done. 15.1 pounds per person. Oh, wow. There we go. We do like our chocolate. I have definitely... To be honest, everyone does. I have definitely eaten more chocolate than that in the last two or three weeks. Oh, absolutely. I'm just wondering... But this is per person. Like, last year, how much chocolate do you think you ate? Last year? I'm trying to think. I'd say this year I've eaten more chocolate. Hmm. Because obviously that, that's an average, so some people have had hardly any. I know there's some freaks out there that don't like sweet food. They don't really like chocolate. They're like, meh, whatever. They're, they're like a savoury, salty kind of food. Now, there are people that are like that or prefer, yeah, crisps yeah, to, to, to chocolate. chocolate. Now, look, I don't scumbags. prefer either. No, you can't call them scumbags. Look, there's days that you just want a packet of crisps instead. Yeah, I, I take a chocolate bar any single day of the week. It depends on what you're drinking, alcohol-wise as well, responsibly, of course. If you're having a glass of wine... A packet of crisps is essential. No, if having a wine, you need some chocolate. Well, you'd have chocolate as well, but you need the crisps. Yeah. So anyway, we are solidly there in fourth place. Okay, don't place. um, don't give us third, second, or first, or whatever, right? So out okay. of those, what was there quickly? Ten to three again there. So ten to three, Slovakia came in yeah. in tenth, Kazakhstan in ninth, Sweden, Estonia, Norway, the UK, and Ireland. Okay, so what do you think the number one country is? Which nation on the planet is consuming the most amount of chocolate per person? Any ideas? 87 It's not us, we're in fourth. It's not the UK, they're in fifth. It's not Sweden or Norway, Kazakhstan um, and all the other places that we mentioned there, right? Uh, let us know if you think, have a guess there, the country that consumes the most chocolate per capita, per head. 87 We'll take some of the guesses next here in F104. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 